Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Speaking of nasty, smelling your own socks apparently put a man in hospital, a Chinese man in hospital, to talk to us a little bit more about how you might be able to get an infectious disease from sniffing your own dirty, filthy socks. We've got a specialist in infectious diseases on the line for you now, Dr. Bill Schaffner. Thank you very much for coming on this evening. How are you? Good to be with you. Yeah, it's definitely a very strange topic to see popping up on the, on the news feeds. Yeah, we have a lot of questions for you, Bill. (laughs) So go ahead, it's a stinky topic. (laughs) It's a stinky, smelly topic. And listen, if if you're listening right now and you or your other half have very, very stinky feet, there might be some uh, health implications or warnings they might be able to take away from this. But what exactly happened this particular case with this Chinese man who was sniffing his socks? Well, mind you, I did not care for this patient, but I heard about him. And apparently what happened, he did this regularly, sniffing his socks, and he developed, it is said... A fungal infection. So inhaling whatever material was on his socks, according to the doctors in China, gave him a fungal infection. I must tell you, I'm a bit skeptical. In the uh, words of uh, my mentor's great aunt, very interesting, it's true. (laughs) Yeah. So I suppose... Is it possible that you smelling something like your socks could lead to an infection? Well, I think at the extreme, yes. I've heard nothing comparable to that, but we don't know anything about the patient himself. Could he have been in some way immunocompromised such that if there were fungus organisms on those socks, and there might well have been, could he have inhaled them and that caused his serious fungal infection. And something similar that is quite disgusting, you know, we've all heard of um, farting in someone's pillow and then putting it to your eye, pink eye. Is that, does that happen? Is that real? Yeah, that's a real thing. But, you know, you're getting a reaction from, I presume, some poo particles that are going into your eye, which is disgusting and surely that's infectious too. Well, that sounds gross. (laughs) I, I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard that either, but I was reminded of a comment that was often made on television here in the US years ago when I heard about the Chinese man Sakatumi gives oh. that new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> it, it definitely has. Right to, to break this down right in, into it's a very basic kind of approach here to smell. What is 
smell made up of? So surely it's small particles, I imagine, so it's well, a thing. Well, it, it's not the odour. I think if you're smelling your socks, you're inhaling. And if there are fungal organisms on this uh, <clears throat> somewhat grundy sock, you're inhaling those. They can go back up into your nose. And then if these are aggressive fungal organisms, I would assume that they could work their way up and give you a serious infection comparable to meningitis, which might surround, this is an inflammation and infection that involves the membranes surrounding the brain. And we don't have any details of the infection or the specific fungus involved. So I'm being terribly speculative here. Fortunately, this is the only such putative event of this nature of which I've ever heard. But I think it's generally good advice. You needn't kind of smell your socks to know that it's time to wash them. I think a lot of people do smell their socks. Do they? Yeah. I oh, think I think secretly people like the smell of their own scent. And I mean a bad scent. Like if someone farts, they like smelling their own farts. The same goes for smelly underwear socks. I mean, really? there's online places that you can sell your underwear and your socks and your dirty shoes and everything else. So there is a market for this. Ooh, you've been investigating interesting sales of which I'm fortunately not aware. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need to delete your internet browsing history, Sergio, yeah, just, to, just, just to clear this up. But um, apart from the infectious diseases maybe coming from the fungal issues that are on the socks, are there any other kind of either professions or places where you are where you may need to be concerned about the air quality around you that could lead to you sniffing yourself into an infection. I don't think anything related to uh, your socks, underwear, or other items of clothing, but there are clearly occupations or activities that might expose you to fungal organisms that can result in illnesses. For example, there's a certain kind of fungus that grows in soil that's been enriched by the droppings of chickens. And if you go into old chicken houses and clean them out and don't and inhale a lot of the dust that's entailed by doing that kind of work, you can get a lung infection due to a fungus called histoplasmosis in this part of the world. And so it's always said that if you're going to clean out that old chicken house, wet it down first so you don't create all that dust. But that's an example, also a little bit extreme, but that's well recognized in the medical literature. I, I imagine the same could probably be said about my bedroom as well. You need to uh, <laughs> wet it down first before you go in and clean it in case there's any dangerous spores. <laughs> um, as somebody who works with infectious diseases, what is the most infectious disease in the world that we know of? Well, the one that we're all concerned about is one that's actually very common but causes so much illness annually that we treat it with almost casual disdain, and that's influenza because influenza can mutate, create new strains. They can infect the world's population and cause large numbers of deaths and many hospitalizations. Now, beyond that, there's tuberculosis, there's always AIDS. So there's always something new in infectious diseases. All those new emerging infections don't come from old moldy socks, however. (laughs) Although what they do come from a lot of the time is people not washing their hands. Well, that's very true. Absolutely. Something as simple as, as we call it, 
hand hygiene, but just washing your hands. Soap and water is a wonderful way to reduce your risk of getting flu and also other infections. Now, looking at it from maybe from your immune system point of view, is there any truth or validity to the argument that if you keep your kids too clean, they mightn't actually develop a strong immune system to later in life fight off things like the flu or whatever they might be exposed to? You know that a very subtle question because there is the so-called hygiene hypothesis that says we today keep our children so free of exposure to the uh, noxious environment that our immune system doesn't have the chance to strengthen and protect us later. And there are some data to suggest that. When I was young, there was an expression among the parents who were not very disturbed that we came in full of mud and dust. They just sent us into the shower. They said, you have to eat a peck of dirt before you become an adult. That's a fair amount of dirt. Today, I think parents are much more wary. Their precious little children should be protected from all that noxious stuff out there. And maybe there is some truth to this hygiene hypothesis. You need exposure to the world in order to toughen yourself up. See, I'm one of five kids. Uh, I was a middle child. She didn't didn't clean anything. (laughs) Like, I have never been sick. I don't have any hay fever. I don't have allergies. I don't have any of that stuff. And that's probably because there was mice in my school bag and everything. Yeah, 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 there you go. And you still don't take a shower. Oh, well, perhaps you do. Occasionally. Yeah, there's just some odours in here in the studio that we're trying to address at the moment, uh, Doc, but, you know, we'll we'll, we'll get there. Well, that's interesting to know because I I think, like, if I ever had kids, they'd be out in the muck 24-7. Like, there you go now and and toughen yourself up instead of putting them in what we would call it, one of those Zorbaz plastic uh, containers. Cotton wool. Yeah, cotton wool and put them out and going, don't don't get dirty at all. But that's interesting. Um, Can I ask you just just one more thing before we might let you go? I said infectious diseases. Every couple of years, there's always that thing on, like, Fox News or Sky News where there's an outbreak of something. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if you have any um, insight or knowledge into the whole Ebola crisis that we're faced with at the moment, or at least in certain parts of Africa. How dangerous is that virus and disease? And what would be the likelihood of that ever becoming a, a global epidemic? Well, it's not likely to become a global epidemic. It's spread person to person. It initially is introduced into the human population almost accidentally because this is a virus that circulates among certain bats. But there's good news about Ebola. We now have a vaccine that can prevent many of these infections. It's being used in the Congo now. And we've just learned that some of the experimental treatments that we've had under study, they work. And so if you get sick, these treatments are being introduced into the Congo, helping to make affected people better faster. So there's good news. That is very good yeah, news. Yeah, that is good because mm-hmm. I suppose we always get this sensationist kind of headlines of, oh my God, another outbreak and deadly virus is going to kill everyone. So that's actually good to hear that we're actually making progress on the Ebola front. Good news all round. Yeah, we yeah, can definitely. sniff our socks as well and we nah, probably won't go to hospital. Nah. Depends on how strong a whiff it is though. <laughs> how long you have had your socks on um, or off. Dr. Bill Schaffner, thanks a million for popping on this evening and we could spend hours talking about the various different disgusting infectious diseases that are out there in the world and I wish I could but unfortunately we can't do you have a website or is there anywhere you'd recommend if somebody wants to learn a little bit more about your work they can uh, find you on I'm old fashioned I don't have a website but it's been good to be with you guys brilliant I like that you can get back to work and not be distracted by everything online (laughs) cheerio bye bye thank you for popping on this evening Uh, okay before we wrap up the show this evening uh, we asked a very important question at the top of the show we posted a very important poll on our Twitter page which is at 
underscore room 104. Mint flavoured flakes. So apparently Cadbury's are toying with the idea of releasing mint flakes into the world, into the wild. So they're releasing them first of all and trying them out in Scotland. But would it be something you'd love to see here? Would you like a mint flake in your 99 ice cream? God, who knows? Anyway, you can go over and vote for the last couple of minutes over on the poll on the Room 104 Twitter page and we'll give you the results next. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.